the defender. Shot score from outside the eight. Great look by Grace Giancola as she goes far side on Aislinn Sweeney. And the green and gold in their first chance at a championship has indeed picked one up and they'll take it back to Burlington, Vermont with them. And that's all she wrote. The invitation to the big dance is good for another year. UVM caps off a perfect season in the America East and the Cats are back in the NCAA tournament. You are listening to the Three Pillars Podcast presented by the America East Alumni Network. Here is your host, Sam Schwartz. The University of Vermont did something no America East school has done. It is winning an America East championship in both men's and women's lacrosse in the same weekend. I've got two members of those teams with me now, David Klosterman, Grace Giancola. Congrats on the championship, guys, and, and thanks for joining me. Thank you. Of course. Well, I know you are preparing for NCAAs now, so I appreciate the time. And I want to start with you, Grace, because it was – your program's first ever America East championship, and you scored the game-winning goal. Take me through the timeout, the moment you scored the goal, and then, of course, the the post-game celebration. Yeah, so, you know, get possession, call a timeout, smart move on head coach's coach's part. Uh, The timeout basically just was – kind of run a play have some looks if those aren't there it was it was my dodge to take and basically it just kind of came down to crunch time had to get down to goal and kind of just tried to get in there snipe it and it went in and just seeing that goal go in was kind of just everything coming together there's nothing but excitement and I think the reaction on the field is pretty authentic just everything just feeling just so much adrenaline and excitement. And I think it was just a great game overall. Still had plenty of time left and our defense made an amazing stop after that. Uh, Albany actually had an eight meter that, uh, you know, our defense was able to stop and, and run the timeout as well. So shout out to our defense for making the stop for that, but it was amazing. And now we have the chance to compete for an NCAA uh, tournament for the first time as well. I do have a follow-up on the stick drop. Uh, because it was more of a stick launch. Uh, what, what do you remember about that? And has, has a stick ever traveled that far in a game when it's not being knocked out of your hand? You know, I actually have a habit of just chucking it wherever. I've been talked to a bunch of times by a bunch of different refs to try and control that. And for the other game, for the other game and for the game, bef- uh, the goals before that one, I thought I did a pretty good job, but I, I don't even know. It just, it just happens. I, it, I have no excuse for it. And afterwards the, I, I went up to the ref again to, to apologize. Cause they had already talked to me again in that, in that game before. And I was like, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I, I can't throw my stick like that. And they were like, don't worry about it. It's okay. And I was like, okay, so we're all on the same page. We're just going to let that go. <laughs> so that was pretty fun. But yeah, I, I tend to do that a lot, but I don't know. It just came down to it. It's a championship game. There's a lot of emotions. So championship winning goal. You have the right to do whatever you want with that stick. David, on to your game. You guys played just before Grace got underway. Second straight championship for your team. I guess uh, what was different about this one versus last year when you won at UMBC? 
Um, yeah. Um, just, you know, this year um, we, had a, we had a different ex- expectation for the season, um, you know, winning it the first time. Last year felt great and, you know, we got that done. So coming in this year, we uh, felt like we had what it takes to do it and we were able to accomplish it. It also felt good that uh, we had UMBC this year and they beat us uh, in 2019. So just going to that game, there's the emotions of the championship game, but also the emotions like these guys beat us and we want to get them back. So felt really good to be able to beat them on home and, um, you know, to show them that, that we have what it takes to beat them. Yeah, how about that crowd at Virtue? Yeah, it was beautiful. It was sweet to see a lot of alumni in the stands, a lot of the local community coming out to support us. And um, just really good to see that um, other people around care about us and just love the sport of lacrosse and want to see it played at a high level. Yeah, I do want to ask about that community to both of you. Uh, you know, what has it been like, I guess, in the short aftermath here of winning this championship in terms of growing the game of lacrosse and being those role models for, for future uh, aspiring lacrosse players in the Burlington community and beyond? Um, yeah, it's, it's really it's really cool to see a bunch of uh, little kids out there with their jerseys on and their sticks and they're coming up to us after the game, say hi, ask for an autograph. And it, you know, it just reminds me of when I was a kid, I was doing the same exact, exact thing, running up to the players, you know, just bugging them, give me this, how's the game, just talking to them. And it just feels really good to be able to give back to them and, you know, just show them that we care about them. We're uh, invested in them, become good players as well. Grace, you want to add a thought on that? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think for our senior night, we had um, two weeks ago, I think now, um, there's definitely a lot of people that came out to show us and we had a little uh, poster signing after and there were so many people that, you know, weren't just family and friends. Um, so it was great to see a lot of people coming out, especially um, I think women's lacrosse specifically doesn't get quite as many viewers. Um, and the men's team has been doing great for, you know, a long time, as they said, it's their second in a row. So it was really great to see us get a little bit, um, a little bit of that attention as well. Um, so yeah. All right, for both of you, how quickly has your focus shifted to this next game that you have? Another game on the calendar, first round in NCAAs. Um, I think for us, uh, we showed up Monday to practice, and then again today, just really focused on. For us, it, it's Denver on Friday. Um, you know, obviously we took the weekend, it feels great. And it still feels amazing to, you know, see our championship hats and stuff, uh, sitting in everyone's rooms and our locker room was decorated by some of our close friends when we came home. So there's still that, but I think now showing up, it's on to the next and, you know, we earned that win, we earned that championship, but now it's on to the next kind of the next game. Um, yeah, for us is we knew that we were going to have to play that playing game. And we knew it was going to be on a Wednesday. So the turnaround was, happened pretty quickly. Uh, we celebrated as a team on Saturday. Um, but even Sunday and Monday, I was right back to work, getting ready for Manhattan and focusing on uh, them because they're a good team. And when you make it to, to the tournament, anything can happen. Any team can play with anyone. So we really, really t- flipped that switch and got back on the horse for uh, a week, a short week of preparation for tomorrow. David, your team has been on this run of accomplishing program firsts making history for Vermont you won the first championship in program history last year first regular season title this year first time hosting the tournament this year you win that what would it mean to win the program's first NCAA game it'd mean everything 
Um, you know, we pride ourselves on being uh, having a really good culture and team before self. And I think being able to accomplish that would just speak to the goals that we have in the culture that we have uh, worked so hard to accomplish. And um, it really just showcased our program and all the players that were here before us that put that time and put that effort into it to build this program to what it is. So as, as great as it would be for us as the players, it'd just be just as good for the entire program and the school as well. Your opponent Wednesday night is Manhattan. Like you mentioned, that's only the second meeting between your two programs. The first was in 1999. So I don't think you can really rely on some game film from that one. How does that make it maybe more difficult to prepare for them? Uh, yeah, it's definitely a challenge. They're uh, in a different conference and we don't even play the same opponents that often. So they're a new team to us, but uh, when it comes down to it, we just need to focus on ourselves, focus on what we can control in our game plan leading up to it and um, just worry about ourselves. Cause at the end of the day, if we do what we know we can and we, you know, just hit singles and execute, we'll be a good team and we can accomplish the goals that we want to. And a win means you have uh, another crack at Maryland, who was your opponent last year. Uh, I don't want to mm -hmm. look too far ahead, but um, I guess the way I'll phrase that is just being at home for the Manhattan game. What would it mean uh, to win in front of your home crowd? I'm sure we're expecting a, another packed virtue field. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, you know, like I said, our fans are great. Our parents, the alumni, they always follow, uh, follow us around wherever we go. You know, at first we thought we were going to be in Utah, so people are saying like, yeah, we'll be in Utah wherever. So just to be able to get back to those people that help us so much and, um, you know, just provide for us and give, give everything that we need would mean a lot. And um, just defending our home turf, that's something that we pride ourselves on. So being able to get a victory on virtue for our last game of the season at home would mean a lot. It's been a tough team to beat all season long at home. Only one loss there. Grace for you, you'll be at Boston college in the city of Boston, Chestnut Hill, for that Denver game on Friday. And you're from Connecticut, actually. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting some, some Giancolas in the stands. Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah, they are. a few of them are, are coming through for sure. Boston definitely feels a little bit like a home game for us, especially compared to Denver. So, What's the uh, early stages of the prep been like preparing for that Denver team? Yeah, I think it's kind of similar with what Dave was saying about Manhattan. Um, it's a pretty, it's a very new team for us. We really don't overlap with opponents either. Um, but as far as what we've seen so far, um, they do play very similar to our offense, at least. Um, you know, they're a really good, really fast team. But so far, we're just really prepping our defense to handle their pressure and just kind of playing our game also like Dave was saying I mean the best thing that we can do is go out and represent our program represent you know UVM as a whole and you know showcase everything that we have uh we have to offer as well connections to both opponents actually for both of your coaches uh Sarah Dalton Graddick was uh coached I believe by the head coach of Denver at Boston University uh, is that something that has come up at all in, in pregame talks? No, not so far. Uh, Dalt is very much team first. She's very focused on us. Um, I'm sure she's probably had her own personal, you know, little battle with that. But at least for us, she's done nothing so far, but just motivate us to play our game and keep elevating every day we get to practice. Is she team first when it comes to carrying that uh, that second baby of hers? That's that's pretty noticeable yeah. on the sidelines. 
Yeah, honestly, sometimes I forget that she is, uh, that she is pregnant and then, you know, she'll like turn to the side and then I'm like, oh, okay. But um, no, she's very team first all the time. She's a great coach, a great leader and a great uh, role model to look up to, at least as her player. So I have nothing but good words to say about her. And I think she's done a great job leading the way um, for us to make it to the championship and now the NCAA tournament. Grace, there was one article, I believe, in U.S. Lacrosse Magazine earlier this season about your team's potential. When did you get this sense that this team was was capable of winning a league championship? Um, I guess I would say, you know, kind of always. I think we always had the potential, but we just never – there was always something that came down to it, whether it was on the field issues or off the field or, you know, whatever it was. But – at least this year, you know, we just started out really hot. We took a couple losses, but um, I think the toughest one and the one that really made me think that we could win it was Albany, which unfortunately was a loss, but we led almost the entire time until the fourth quarter. Um, they won a few draws, had a few possessions and absolutely capitalized and ended up beating us by two. But I think leaving that game, the way that it stung so bad, um, kind of just allowed, at least in my head, allowed us to recognize that, you know, we have everything that it takes to hopefully see them again in the championship, which we did, and we came out on top, so. The ESPN app and America East app are your home for America East games all season long. Download the America East app on your app store for full schedules, on-demand content, and more. All right, I've got a question for both of you. David, I'll go to you first since you've done it twice now. What is the best part about winning a championship? Uh, that's a good question. I'd say um, the best part is kind of just that the sigh of relief you have at the end of the whistle, the final whistle, you know, just all that preparation, all that hard work you've put in since the fall, those early mornings where you don't want to get up, you don't want to go get out of your house, drive up to practice in the cold, um, you know, just all that hard work, all that dedication. And it feels really good just to be able to reap that reward. And, you know, also just for all my teammates, we all work really hard and not everyone gets the spotlight when it comes to game time, but every guy in that locker room is working really hard, working for the best version of themselves and the team. So, you know, just, just everyone feels really good. Grace, what, what, what's yours? Honestly, I completely agree with Dave. I think it's super validating to see all the hard work you've done, you know, in off season, you know, over the summer, everything just kind of work its way to the championship and coming out uh, with a win on that. I think especially like shout out to the work we've done with our strength coach, Becca Bond and Kristen, Tra or Kristen trainer, Kristen O'Connell, our athletic trainer. Um, they do such great work keeping us in shape and helping us recover. And I think that just overall, it was it. It's the best part about feeling like just a full team effort to get there. Um, it's just it's not just one person, two people. It's not the eleven players on the field. It's it's everybody. And I think that winning has just been super validating to feel like everybody has done their part and everyone's working so hard to earn that. Yeah, certainly can understand that. I noticed neither of you mentioned the dog piles on the field. Uh, David, I think you were the one that tackled Ryan Cornell. Were you at the bottom of yours? I'm, I'm assuming that's why it doesn't stand out because you're getting crushed. Yeah. You know, in the moment, you just want to tackle him and start that dog pile. But when you get 50 guys jumping on you, 
some cleats on your ankles or your hand, it's definitely, you definitely start uh, second guessing your decision, but you know, in the moment it's super fun and something I'll always remember. Grace, where were you in yours? I, uh, I kind of take an outside spot. I was kind of just in shock a little bit, just looking around, like, did we just won? Like, oh my God, just everything. Um, but I did happen to look at the dog pile and said, you know, I'm just, I'm going to wait to, to give my hugs and all my celebrations and everything. Um, obviously, you know, dog pile is great, but I'm not getting crushed. I'm going to tell you that. <laughs> so. Business decision. Yeah, as purely business. <laughs> All right, last thing for both of you. Uh, I don't know how much your teams interact on a day-to-day -day basis, but what sort of interactions have you had amongst each other? Just kind of comparing notes from from the accomplishment, and I know the the campus has probably celebrated the fact that you both brought home trophies last weekend. Yeah, I mean, I think we definitely were, you know, sort of co-celebrating a little bit on Saturday, but. I mean, I'll, at least personally, definitely felt a lot of respect from from Dave's team and everything. Just a lot of congrats, a lot of everything going both ways. So um, it just kind of feels good. It feels, especially for Vermont overall, you know, men's and women's soccer won as well. Men's basketball earned a title this year as well. It's just, it makes, uh, I think it makes us really proud to be a part of UVM Athletics uh, and bring home all those trophies, so. Um. Yeah, I know for us, like we were having a post-game tailgate with all of our family and alumni and people had the girls game on, on their phones. So, the, you know, the second they won, everyone was super excited on our team. So I think it just speaks to the fact that, you know, even though we won, we're still rooting for, for the girls team. You know, they're, they're part of this great thing that everyone's built here. And uh, it just feels good to see that everyone's having success and um, everyone's really just getting to see the reward for all the hard work that they've put in throughout the year. Both tremendous championship games, hard earned. You, both teams trailed uh, at points during your game. So I know how rewarding it must have been for both of you. I appreciate the time and good luck this week as you try to make more history in NCAAs. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Go Cats. Thanks for listening to the Three Pillars podcast brought to you by the America East Alumni Network. More episodes can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and SoundCloud. So hit that subscribe button to be alerted to new episodes. And for more, visit AmericaEast.com.